Greetings, infinite blessings, and welcome to another moment of now and another episode of Midday Mindfulness, keeping you aware of what is going on around you, knowing that it all starts from within you, that the way that you view the world then dictates what it is that you see within it, and that whatever changes that we make along the journey ultimately lead us to a different destination. But in truth, all rivers lead back to the ocean. We're all going to the same place. It just depends on how many trips around <laughs> the, the magic roundabout that we wish to take, how many lifetimes that we wish to continue upon this mad, mad experience that we call life. So today I have the absolute pleasure of having Elliot Harlan Bethel on the spiritual wizard that I have recently come into contact with, all again through divine purpose, through divine connect, through divine will. He is a dietitian and specializes in fasting, and it is something that I have been looking forward to doing myself for a very long period of time. So it's something that I would actually be undertaking myself, given time all in divine time once again. So give me a moment and allow me to welcome on Elliot. Yeah, there we go. We're live. So greetings, infinite blessings and welcome Elliot, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking or creating this space in time to come on the show, to bounce backwards and forwards ideas and concepts upon each other, because knowing that nothing can ever be proven to the extent of infinite, but whatever resides within ourselves, whatever resonates and vibrates in accordance with who we are is a good place to start. So Elliot, thank you again. Please introduce yourself. Let us know what it is that you do and how it is that you're continuing in this very peculiar time that we're currently experiencing to be that light in an otherwise very foggy and difficult place for a lot of people to live at the moment. Cool. Well, hi, my name's Elliot Timothy Harlan Bethel. You can find me at Mind, Body, Soul, Spirit Coach um, on YouTube and Instagram and masterfaster 112 on facebook i'm a storyteller a master faster and an energy worker i'm trained in rahani um, which is like reiki i also do energy work in fasting um, i coach people in fasting for a little bit of information about what i've done myself i've done 40 days without food just water and one lemon juice a week i have done two weeks without food and water which is dry fasting and i have currently done around 12 seven day hard dry fast which is no food no water and no contact with water um, I also how, think, how long was that sorry so that's seven days with seven no days. food no water no contact with water that's called a hard dry fast i remember so i so years ago i worked on a on a yacht and I, the uh, engineer did that and he ended up smelling quite a lot if I'm honest, because yeah, of the yeah. no contact with water, there's no showering. And then you're obviously excreting all of the pollutants that your body's been building up. Um, so go into a bit of detail about that, if you don't mind, just the actual purpose behind it. Why is it that it's beneficial to, to do? So I've been writing this healing modality for probably about three or four years now. 
uh, probably set in 2017, so it's pushing five years, come to think of it, where the human body is 72% water, the earth is 72% water. Coincidental, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not only that, but fruits and well, vegetables are roughly 70% water and fruits are 90% water. Mm-hmm. Now, we store a lot of memory in water and it's been shown now that they're going to start building some computers with little hard drives of water because it stores so much memory now a camel actually stores water in its hump for emergencies and we Mm -hmm. store water in the fat cells in our body for emergencies and this contains a lot of emotion uh energy that should be in motion but it's not actually emotion. So we're holding emotions that we may have taken on at a very young age, whether mm-hmm. it's like three or four years old, when say you're running down a hallway at school and someone's giving you a little smack and said, little fucker, you shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. You sort of always closed up and you've taken that, that energy on and it's not in motion anymore. And because we're holding on to that, we're not letting space come through for, for light and other things to channel through us. Because if you take a river and you stick a dam in it, the river can't flow through it as well. So now you've created a dam, but when we release that dam, the energy can now flow through it. So that energy is now emotionally energy back in motion. So you've created that space for that to flow through. But if we're holding on to all these emotions, I mean, I've done a lot of talks on why male suicide is the biggest killer in men under 54, over under 55. And I believe this was because, and I feel like I'm quite highly, I have a, I'm in a good position to comment on this because I owned a hair salon for five years and I worked in hairdressing for 15 years. So I'd see a lot of women come in the salon and they talk to each other about their problems. And as soon as they talk to each other about their problems, it's Oof, that's back in motion. It's gone. Whereas the men will come in and it'd be like, you'd be like, oh, how are you getting on, bro? And they'd be like, yeah, I'm all right. Uh, oh, really? Uh, what's going on? And they'd be like, no, 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 I'm not talking about that. And you'd just be like, come on, man, just get through it. Just release it. Just talk about it. Because when we hold on to these things, what happens if we hold on to them for too long, they just build up and build up and build up and they explode. If we keep that energy in flow all the time, nothing can actually harm us. It's like you're constantly just a channel instead of embodying things. We're like just flowing. So it's very much what I try to work on people with is, is not to hold on to things, is to try and release things. And through fasting, we can actually, we go through several stages. We go through something called autophagy. That's where we go through something called ketosis, which is around 24 hours where we stop burning carbs and sugars and we go into burning fats. And then once we finish burning fats, we go into something called autophagy or autophagy, depending on whether you're American or English, potato, potato. But when we go into autophagy, we, um, we start burning the weakest cells in the body. So any old proteins that are like not useful to us anymore, any old cells, and it's even been shown if you've got the onset of cancer, your body will start to eat this cell because our bodies are very, very clever. They're designed to eat the weakest cells first because it's survival of the fittest. Mm-hmm. Once we eat those cells, it's like you've totally feng shuied your body. I don't know whether you've ever noticed, but every time you clear your wardrobe out of the old shit, all of a sudden you find loads of new clothes you like, but you can walk around a shopping center and not find any clothes you like until you've got rid of the old clothes because there's no space for the new clothes. Energetically, you're not going to find them. But then the second you clear out your old clothes, it's like, bing, you find that. I cleared out my Facebook with 300 people last week. I had 100 people add me on Facebook this week. I usually get like two or three a week. I had 100 mm-hmm. last week because I cleared out so many. Mm-hmm. The thing sway is just making space and getting rid of the old and making way for the new. But a lot of people are just holding on to so many things like friends, family, associates, clothes, um, water in their body, all sorts. Yeah. So it's just about bringing people's attention to the fact that 
when we make way for things to come in, there's so much goodness for us to come in, especially in the times we're in at the moment where the energy is and the human resonance and so much light's coming through to us. It's um, it's a beautiful time to be alive, as you know. I do, I do truly. And that's so as I'm all about the flow. Obviously, my my handle is Cosmic Surfer, surfing the waves of existence. And I wrote a poem. It's um, going back probably four or five years ago now when I learned about actually releasing what was built up within me to the point that it became almost therapeutic in, in just the creation and the sharing of it. And it went as such, if water is prevented from flowing, it can't sustain life. Holding on to negative emotions within us just isn't right. If you try to deny the pain of the past instead of allowing it to flow through, then just as with water, it will sit, rot, and fester. This I know to be true. Shit will happen to you in life and things will go wrong. But by accepting what is and allowing it to flow by, no life will go on. And it's something as simplistic as that. The way I was shown it is a river. And there was somebody throwing rubbish in the river and the rubbish just flowed down the river. And I was like, okay, so somebody throws rubbish at me and I get personally offended and hold on to it and then get weighed down by it. Who's actually the mug here? The person who's throwing the rubbish at me or me for holding on to it? Me. It's just information. It's just energy. And what we... I'd as... say in that situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, I, I view myself now as a channel and everything is about flowing and surrenderance. And until you release the old, like you say, there's no space for the new, like a tap. Until you release the water from the tap, that water's just sat there in the tap. Mm-hmm. And something as simple as exercise, sweating out is a way of releasing built-up energy, built-up emotion within the body. As you say, energy in motion, it must flow, otherwise it becomes clogged and detrimental. And we end up not really too sure of who we are or where we're going because we've taken on so much information from people around us that we lose sight of what's even true to ourselves. So it's an absolutely beautiful, beautiful way to to, to live life in general as well as a, a practice to bring to people. How is it that you came to to this point in your life? Is it something that you've always been interested in? Is it something that, as myself, almost happened from a traumatic event, let's say, that then led you into a different path as opposed to the one that you were previously on? Hmm, Where to start? So (laughs) I probably fasted unintentionally, like from the age of 21, going out on long cocaine binges for up to seven days without food or sleep or water or anything. Um, And that was unintentionally. I mean, people say recreational drugs. I say recreational. It depends. Everything is how you look at it. Um, and I had a big breakdown in 2017 where I, I just, I lost my house, I lost my cars, I lost my, at the time, fiance, my daughter, everything. And I decided that things just weren't working and I needed to try things from a slightly different perspective. So, um, I, it was, it was little things I started off with first. I started writing left-handed. I started doing breath work. I started playing golf left-handed. Everything. Why did you do, sorry to interrupt. Anyone listening here that might be in a similar situation that is not 
having much else to do at the moment other than enjoy what is in front of them let's say you know drug, drugs are a recreational enjoyable experience when used in the right way it's the same as anything yeah, use it use it don't allow it to use you yeah. it's the way you explained it was you lost everything and then you just started doing breath work it, it must it, it can't have been as easy as just stumbling across it there must have been a, a the, reason for it this was the crazy thing I, I didn't get out of bed for five days at one point and i'm laying in bed and I just started breathing really deeply and it was just, it was a real sort of maybe higher self moment where I started yeah, sure. breathing into my stomach as opposed to just chest breathing. And after that, I got led onto a app about breath work. So it was kind of like a real flow of synchronicity. It was like my higher self saying like, come on, just lead this way now. Um, and by starting to write with your non-dominant hand, mm -hmm. you actually bring yourself out of the matrix and into the present moment because what I see as a sleep mode is, is when we've done something so many times, it becomes a subconscious program or paradigm. Mm -hmm. Once we're in that subconscious program or paradigm, you could drive to work and you get to work and think, how the fuck did I get to work this one? I don't even remember how driving here because it's such a program until mm -hmm. you drive to work a different way mm -hmm. that takes you out of that program and paradigm. You could just be asleep because you're on autopilot. Now, to get yourself out of autopilot, we need to do things that we're not regularly doing. Once you do that, you stop using the subconscious program and you become conscious again so by writing affirmations with your non-dominant hand you actually write them and hack the subconscious because you're now going conscious straight into the subconscious which increases the corpus callosum that divides the two brain hemispheres now interestingly enough i studied a few a few people like isaac newton and albert einstein and although they weren't great at school i think albert einstein didn't even talk till he was about seven years old or something their corpus callosums were actually almost like double the size of the average person, which means they were very well balanced. They're masculine and feminine. They're positive and negative. Um, they, were, they were unified, making that two into one, um, like firing on all brain hemispheres. So I think it's actually a little bit of a crime against humanity that when we're in school, we're told, oh, you're left-handed, you're right-handed, because left-handed people are generally more sort of spiritual thinking and right-handed people are generally more... Um, putting things into tables and things like this. Yeah. So you could say masculine and feminine. Masculine is right-handed. It's structured. It's straight-lined. It's controlled. Yeah. Left-handed is feminine. It's creative. It's free-flowing. It's exactly. artistic, let's say. Exactly. But if you balance the two of them, all of a sudden you're both. Job done. Um, <laughs> this is what we want, right? So why do we this not is... teach people to write left-handed and right-handed from day one? Well, it, people... yeah even so my son he's he's right-handed but he can use his left hand but he holds a pen instead of anybody watching on the camera now instead of holding it like that he holds it like this and that's the way he's always done it but his teacher was so used to tell him he was wrong so he would then get upset and it happened i think on the second time he told me i then went in to have a discussion with the teacher and and tell her about the, the development of a child and, and positive re reinforcement as opposed to negative criticism and the way that we, we should be educating children, allowing them to actually develop from where they are and then become who they are as opposed to trying to straight line everybody. And I know it's easier to control kids and get them all to do the same thing in the same time in the same manner, but then we're creating another generation of mindless worker bees and that's not what i'm gonna, well. yeah 100 um and interestingly enough he he came out this afternoon after school 
And he, he asked me again to speak to his teacher because he knows that when there is a little reminder to people in positions of great responsibility, such as teachers, that just a, a, a nice, polite reminder that actually can you not try to com- control and conform the, the, the youth of today too much? I know it makes, again, your job more, more effortless, more free-flowing, but we're not all the same and we shouldn't be all class the same somebody who's born to to be free and to be artistic and creative if you put them in a box there's gonna they're gonna literally not be able to breathe to the point of wanting to yeah and then and then comes the whole masculine like you said at the beginning suicidal tendencies because we're so disconnected from the truth of who we are that we think we have to be straight line and structured we can't share we can't express we need to keep it all in and i did the same i I got to the point of being 18 stone of muscle so to try to be like don't fucking come near me i've got too much shit inside me i'm gonna if you come anywhere near me i'm gonna attack you because i can't let you see all this shit and it wasn't until i went literally face down in the mud uh, ready to give up that i was ready to surrender Mm-hmm. And that, to me, the key word in my journey is surrenderance. Mm-hmm. And that's feminine. That's not masculine. So, yeah, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> mate, mine, mine's similar. Mine's vulnerability. So um, surrender and vulnerability are superpowers, mate. This is what guys need to understand, that yeah. um, it's not actually being weak. I mean, I did a video probably about three, four years ago where I just sat in front of my computer and for three and a half minutes I just cried. Beautiful. And... I'm not going to lie to you. I sat there and I had my finger on the thing like, shall I post this? Shall I not post it? Everyone's going to take the piss out of me. I just went, fuck it. And within less than three weeks, it had over all platforms about quarter of a million views. Jeez. And whereas I thought people were going to take the piss, people were like, we're so happy you did this. Like we, we, and I've done, I've done several more since because I find it, I went through a period of time where every day for six months, I'd sit down and meditate and I'd just cry out of pure happiness and joy. And crying is putting that water, that energy back in motion again. This is why we cry. Because mm-hmm. if we've got that emotion stored in water in the body and we can't release it through sweat or through speaking or through any other way, then it, we cry it out. And that's how it happens. Which um, we, we try to focus on retreats when I do seven-day fasting retreats. If we can do some emotional work and sit there and bring that energy in for people and release it, generally once you bring that energy into the room, you can all feed off of it and have a little release that way. Yeah. Um, it's very, very powerful, mate. As, as you it know. is. I, I've done it myself where I've cried um, and then and shared, shared it because, again, it's required for men to know it's okay. It's, it's okay to be a man who's not always right, who's not always strong. It's okay to be a man who gets things wrong because if we don't get it wrong, we don't learn how to, how to evolve and how to get it more. This right's not the right word, but. I love to fail. The more we often we, we fail, like, the more. When, when we, yeah. I mean, my two favorite sports people were Michael Jordan and Jack Nicholas, the golfer. And both of these people are known for saying they learned more from their losses than they did their wins. Because that's what shapes and defines you, what chisels off and, and carves out the person that you are. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a great saying in the Emerald Tablets uh, written by Thoth thousands and thousands of years ago, which says there's a little bit of darkness needed in order to see the stars. And that man is a star born surrounded by darkness mm-hmm. and only free strife will he break free. Only free strife. Yeah. So, so you need, 
again, it puts, yeah, beautiful. Without without pain and suffering, there's no desire to end the pain and suffering. So you just end up stuck and stagnant where you are, without any growth, without any without any flow. Again, it's the it is it's the pressure and the the struggles of life which bring us the growth and the the evolution through it. Beautiful. Pressure gives us olive oil from olives. Pressure gives us diamonds from coal, right? diamonds be advised yeah i wrote that up today it's the pressure it's pressure and heat that turns carbon into diamonds and yeah. it sometimes require and the more dark we often require darkness around us to realize how bright we can shine something okay so there's there's a saying in the gospel of thomas which says about how we are pure light um we are pure light and this is actually a carbon meat suit because if you count the protons neutrons and electrons of carbon it's 666 and we a lot of people have a lot of inflammation in their body. And one of the things I guide people in is to stand on grass, bare feet. Mm -hmm. It's a great documentary and it's free on YouTube. Go and look it up. It's by a guy called Clint Ober and it's called Grounding or Earthing. It's about an hour and a half long, but it talks about how so many people can be cured of their illness just by standing on grass, bare feet. Because rubber-soled shoes, when they were introduced, they disconnected us from the protons, neutrons and electrons that can exchange through the body. Now, if you've got like, say, 50% inflammation in your body and you go to the doctors, they're just going to stick a load of pharmaceuticals in your body. Why? Because mm -hmm. you have to keep coming back for more pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. That's only going to get rid of like 20 or 30%. You go and stand on grass bare feet for 45 minutes and 99 to 100% of that inflammation just goes like that. 45 minutes. Yeah, 45 minutes is the average time. Beautiful. And if it's wet grass, it's even more conductive. So, um, so many people can be cured. And you can actually buy a bed sheet. I bought myself a bed sheet, which you plug into the plug in the wall. It connects to the earth. You don't even turn the plug on and you're grounded throughout the night. And loads of sports people use these. I don't think they advertise it, but lots of the top sports people in the world use these. Beautiful. I've just shared the um, the link to that video you said on YouTube on the on, on face, Facebook stream so that people have access directly to it. Uh, grounding is something, earthing is something I do in the mornings so i go out and i stand barefoot and i you know flow my flow the energy through me and connect back to the breath and etc etc but never to the extent of that period of time mm -hmm. saying that some of the most beautiful experiences the most free flowing the most timeless experiences are when you're when you're barefoot in the park or in a, a field somewhere or on the beach even yeah, um on the beach for sure reminds you of where we come from and who we are isn't it as opposed to this again straight line structured box living that so many of us are being funneled into um, more and more as we go forward that child childness innocence where anything's possible isn't it which yes. everything is possible once you take yourself out of the boxes that either we created or we gave permission to be in when we was younger and once you realize it was either created by yourself or given permission by yourself you're like what the fuck am i doing in this box i need to get out of this box bang it's gone gone because nobody's keeping you in there apart from yourself 100 and the first thing we need to do is actually acknowledge the fact that we are in a box that we are limited in our decisions or in our direction that if you start if you think right today i'm going to go and do this or there's a little thought pops in your head and then you're like oh i shouldn't because of x y or z then you really should go and do whatever it is you've decided that you shouldn't just to just for the sake of it, not because of any particular reason, not because of you desire any particular outcome, but just why not? My favorite question is why not? If somebody asks me why, I'm like, well, why not? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Let's, let's, let's give that a try. 
I have two ladies on my five day fast this week who, when I asked them what were they here for, they both said just to test themselves. One of them is a personal trainer as well. So I actually put it out to the universe that I'd like nutritionists and personal trainers to come to work with me now because they're generally the ones that have got the programs that are so like, no, you need to eat. And I, I like mm-hmm. yourself, I got up to 15 stone, 5% body fat. So I'm only five foot 10. So I I'd saw um, like six foot two or something. If you've got up to 18 stone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm six, four. Um, and I was all about, I wasn't as ripped as you. Um, I was, I, but it was more sort of strength training, just super, super heavy weightlifting, um, as opposed to any sort of form of calisthenics. I didn't even used to really do sit-ups, to be honest. It was just I'll be, all... I'll be using necking protein shakes with double cream, wouldn't you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That sort of thing. <laughs> Eating eight times a day, any any way of ingesting the protein. If it meant that I was having I probably used to have about six or seven takeaways a week because it was just you know anything on the go i'll grab a burger from mcdonald's i'm like look at it now i'm like what the (laughs) what was i doing to myself and today about mcdonald's like man i think uh, if i even think about eating a mcdonald's it slows me down yeah 100 100%. so anyone listening that might want to start to incorporate small little changes because again the more the more different something is from the familiar, the more that it's outside of the subconscious programming and that it's going to be potentially too much for the mind to, to even start because it's such a big obstacle. You know, you don't look at the top of a mountain and think, right, I've got to get there. You just enjoy each step as it, as you you come to it, let's say, what would be a small change that somebody could make that would First thing I get anyone I've first started work with to do is to think of 12 affirmations they would like to embody or become. Um, and I always say the first three for me that I advise people to, to use, and you can, you can word these th- two different ways, is prosperous, healthy, and joyful, mm-hmm. or healthy, wealthy, and wise. Um, these three With these three things, generally, everything else that's after that just sort of flows because once you're happy, once you're prosperous um, and once you're healthy, you don't really, nothing else really, you don't really need much else from that. Everything else just flows to you once you've, once you're aware of being those things and embodying or channeling those things, whatever way you choose to look at it. On top of that, um, I choose things. um, I mean, strength is one of mine. Um, I have four, that I channeled a few years ago, omnibenevolence, which means everything I do is for the highest good, for the highest number. Um, Omnipotence is um, the power of all things. So you can draw in the energy and utilize the energy or the power of all things. Omniscience is the knowing of all things. And omnipresence is being everywhere at all times. So I think with those four things, which is, is, is our actual birthright. Once Mm -hmm. you start repeating these things, every word we speak is a, is a spell it's an invocation yes when we invocate something we've actually sent out a spell for that to come back to us because everything is a cause and effect and if we speak something like that eventually um i said yesterday in the interview that i'm very very aware of some people used to say to me fake it till you make it but mm-hmm. it always didn't resonate with me it was always like the other day fake it until you make it and i think yeah if you can faith it until you make it that is something that resonates with me. Believe it until you achieve it. Yeah, 100%. And interestingly, I was looking through all my videos because 
I record a lot of stuff as it flows to me and then I, it's just there. And then I go back through it and almost share what feels guided to, you know, and I did one exactly about faking it till you make it. And the fact that that's not correct because you're not faking it. You have already made it. We're just not in that place in time yet. You are there. That version of you does exist. It exists now, just not in this moment of now, in that future moment of now, it's still now. And it does still exist. So it's believing it until you achieve it. And if you believe it with every fiber of your being, then you will be blown away as you as you know yourself, what the universe delivers to your very doorstep. You haven't even got to go out. You just sit there, or not sit there, but as long as you're continuously attracting to you magnetically, it's all it's all yours. The whole universe is you. So why is there anything that is off limits to you? Mm-hmm. It's all about alignment, right? hundred mm-hmm. percent yeah and i have this theory that um beliefs are like furniture in a house and if we have a belief system that's not serving us anymore then it's just like take that chair or that cushion and go oh fuck off i don't need you anymore mm-hmm. and then it's feeling a new belief because beliefs can be changed over generally a 21 day to 60 day period um and once we change our beliefs we create a new personality so like hi i'm elliot and i'm a breathwork coach so we create that and then that personality then creates a personal reality for me where I'm projecting from my solar plexus. Hi, now I'm Elliot and I'm a breathwork coach. But all it took was for me to change that belief system and believe it. And now once it's believed in here, as within, so without, now this mm-hmm. believes it as well. So mm-hmm. trying to change things out here all the time, is just like smashing your head against the wall, but change it in here and then bang, it changes out here. Beautiful. So, mm. And that for me is a very, very beautiful reminder. So going back about a year and a half i started into when the people asked me what i did i started saying before i actually whilst i was still doing my other job um that i'm an empowerment coach so i classify myself now as a soul coach more than anything again giving labels to things so people understand um it's so much more than that but once i started introducing myself to people as that i actually started believing in that version of myself so much more than just having it whispered in my own mind so again what you give out to to the world is what the world sees you as and it's such a you you've seen it as furniture in a house i've seen it as programs on a computer if the program is there and it's no longer beneficial or it's outdated you know if you're running a a 10 year old version of windows it's not going to give you the optimal results so you you don't i never remove i always add we never take away we add so i don't take away the old program i add a new one and then the new one is just becomes the go-to program doesn't mean that you can't revert to the old one but why would you want to go back to an outdated less than enjoyable experience when there's the brand new shiny one right there to to enjoy every moment so yeah and it everything that you're saying is so synchronized it's it's funny you said because i spoke to my um, my girlfriend two nights ago i said to her before i went to sleep remind me to do a video on computer algorithms and how it's like coding in a computer. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you said that, that there as well, because you reminded me. So it's all ones and zeros, as you know, <laughs> and it's not about being one. It's about being zero yeah, because yeah. zero is everything. Yeah. If one needs another one to yeah. believe itself to be complete, making two, it feels alone just being one. 
Mm-hmm. So it needs another one to complete it. Zero completes itself. Zero is where it all starts and ends. It's the whole, everything in the middle and around it. And it comes back to itself. And whatever you add it to, it actually multiplies. So if you have one and you add a zero on the end, you get 10. So you enrich every interaction, every experience for yourself and everybody else by being zero. So this zero to hero stuff is a load of bullshit. Actually, being zero is where you are, where you want to be, being complete in yourself infinite as well isn't it 100% 100% and it is those small little affirmations I do by myself a daily gratitude journal every morning where I list the things I'm grateful for and something as simple as so anyone that would like to be more aligned with a feeling of abundance and wealth and happiness and prosperity if you were to record it yourself, I wish you happiness, health, abundance in all ways, including wealth, optimism, positivity, enrichment in all, in all you do, as though it's somebody else speaking it to you. And then you listen to it. You could almost do it on a loop recording and listen to it whilst you sleep. And then you're, you're actually speeding up the process of installing that new belief within your subconscious mind because the subconscious mind is continuously listening to everything even when the conscious mind's asleep so that's a little hack that maybe somebody could could incorporate to to advance what it is that they're doing in the mental as well as not being consciously aware of things it doesn't mean they don't exist you know well, even last night, I mean, I sent to all the people in my group last night, I sent them a meditation, which is affirmations to play the 10 minutes before they fall asleep so that when their conscious mind falls asleep, their subconscious mind absorbs it. But it's also paired with 528 hertz music, solfeggio frequency and 432. Mm-hmm. Um, I get people, I pair all of the affirmations that I send out with these frequencies so that, again, when they bypass the conscious, they actually penetrate the subconscious more. Um, Because these frequencies, when we, if we take a bottle of water or say Matsuro Moto's rice test, Mm -hmm. when we speak certain frequencies and certain words, um, it has a crystalline sort of angelic effect if you're saying high frequency stuff, as you know, and it Mm -hmm. has a detrimental or clouded polluted effect if we say negative things and this is what our body's made up of water so when we realize this we really start to take note and clean up our language the tones we use the music we listen to um the films we watch i mean i stopped watching tv four or five years ago so that's why most of this stuff that's going on right now doesn't affect me like i'll walk into a shop no mask on nobody says anything to me i just walk straight past everybody it's like you just bypass everybody who watches the news because i'm not in that frequency so those people can't pick me up it's like streamlined um when you stop listening to rap music you stop getting people being aggressive to you when you stop listening to certain things you really start to notice how these frequencies disappear out of your life when you stop giving your focus your energy and your attention to them as you know there's a tony robbins saying which where where, where your focus go, where you, where your energy flow, well, where, where your focus goes, your energy flows. So whatever you're focusing on is actually what you're empowering. Yeah. So if you're empowering something negative, you're going to keep getting that negative thing come up. But if you're empowering something positive, then you're going to get loads of positive stuff come up. Yeah, and that's 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 an expression that I have taken and almost evolved maybe it's where your attention goes your energy flows and what you focus upon grows so it's important what you focus upon more so almost than what your attention is put upon so the way i was showing it is a weed in a garden and i was the sun and because 
and I've learned this firsthand. I focused on the two negative elements in the garden of the mind as opposed to the thousand million positive ones. I ignored all the positives and focused only on the negatives with a desire not to not to experience those negatives. I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. And lo and behold, what the fuck did I go and create? The exact thing that I was focused on not wanting because at the time I didn't know about the law of attraction and vibration and well, I did, but I wasn't consciously aware of it. You know, we know it all, but it's yeah. accessing that information. Yeah. Um, and we, yeah, I learned, I learned the hard way. To, to learn the hard way, yeah. Because when you learn the hard way, you go, fucking hell, I ain't going to do that again. <laughs> it's so much easier over here. Yeah, 100%. And it is. It's a beautiful, beautiful way to live, to know that it doesn't mean that it's not there, but that you don't see it. So the way that I would describe it is that the the old phrase or terminology as above so below as within so without mm-hmm. there's one screen of information so it, the, the law of attraction and understanding vibration is like saying right imagine yourself as a tv and every every picture every channel of potential is in the airway around it at all one all times it depends what you tune into to what you then receive and broadcast so you tune the telly into channel two you see channel two tune it in channel four you see channel four i used to be tuning to anger everywhere i went people had to fight me and i was angry all the time because i was vibrating at anger throwing it out there and then attracting it to me asking to be shown anger and then receiving it accordingly you know so as above so below as within so without there's only one scream whoever you are, you are the only person that exists. This is a very peculiar way of looking at it. That is your screen. You hold the remote control. Tune into love and you will be love. People in the external world see you as the screen and believe you to be love. And you view the screen from inside out, viewing the outside world, believing it to be love. If you tune into repression or victimization or something low in frequency, then accordingly you see that. So it's learning that you're the only person that really has control over your life and Mm. everything within it. So it's knowing that if you feel victimized, that you've created that character to experience in that moment. Everything is a creation. We create it all. We create the good and the bad. It's just that we prefer to claim ownership over the good and to go now the bad somebody else's fault that's not my fault but once we actually accept the darkness within us as well as outside us there's no requirement to be scared of it anymore there's another saying in the bible that says if you clean the inside of the cup then the outside of the cup becomes clean and when i first read that i was like what is this on about but it makes perfect sense when you clean this as within so without so once this vessel's clean this is going to become clean. This is why governments are collapsing at the moment because so many people are taking ownership of their shit. The government's having to take ownership of their shit. And they're not liking it because there's a lot of shit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that ship's sinking faster than Titanic. Yeah. And uh, to go back to what you're saying about masks, so obviously I'm also, uh, I, I lived the way I was born, let's say. Um, and January, February in England was fucking heavy because everybody's in major lockdown and I'm walking around smiling and everyone's like, who are you? Why are you smiling? Why are you not wearing a mask? You're the reason that we're, we're in lockdown. So all that negativity was, was coming to me and I, I kept positive and, and still got through it quite, quite effortlessly, let's say. And then it got to a point where 
when we were then free, but not really free, I started becoming a little bit more agitated by people, you know, out in the countryside wearing masks whilst walking on their own, let's say, with then reminding myself that why am I, why? Why? That's their life. They can do whatever they want with it. It's not for me. You know, the people who can, the people that can see will see, the people that can hear will hear, people that can't never will. So that's just leave them to it. It's the diversity and the depth and, the difference of life which brings the, the the beauty to it you know so it's it's another beautiful from reminder for myself to be very aware of the frequency i put out there because mm. it is a very interesting time for everyone involved at the moment and i did get a little bit pulled into the marches in london um, and lots of groups of people that just want want a fight basically for want to fight for freedom and my my view is that there is no war. You know, if we a, a hatred for war will only create hatred and war. It's a love for peace that will actualize love and peace. That is the only way to do it. Love is always the answer. Wherever the question, love is the answer. If we come back to that truth, it's all it's all perfect. But it is easy to get caught up in the in the bullshit. You got a funny story about that. That's the first video of yours I saw. And um, me and my girlfriend were walking down the road and we'd just been to this amazing vegan restaurant in Kensal Rise. And um, we're going, yeah, it's, everything is just love. We're always going to come back to love. And we, we I look up, <laughs> and Mercedes there, and the number plate is A1LOVE. And I'll ping it across to you, but I don't know whether you'll be able to post it because it's someone's car. But um, <laughs> I was like, I need to take a picture of that because it was 30 seconds we was having this conversation and we come across the all love number plate. It was such Beautiful. a nice synchronicity. <clears throat> Beautiful. Yeah. That is, it's, is keeping in that frequency and everything we do. And if we always come back to love for ourselves, through the acceptance of ourselves, then we can then express that love externally. Um, and it is, everyone is at their core love. People are more separated from it because of various layers. And I know myself having done it, that when we become almost fearful of, of loving because of the trauma that, you know, say anybody listening that gave their heart and had it, had it crushed, you then learn to protect yourself by putting layers of protective layers around it. Um, and then everything is a little bit more dubbed down and life isn't quite as sparkly or as enriched or, or as meaningful in any way, but it's easier. It's easier to get through every day, moment, moment upon moment. And what I've realized again this morning, even, you know, just because I'm aware of all this, it doesn't mean that I am always mindful of it. You know, we, I'm still human. I'm here to have a human experience and human emotions that exist in the body are still going to be experienced. It's just being aware of them and being able to step back from them as opposed to believing that they are me or that I'm controlled by them, just mm -hmm. experiencing them as though it's somebody else that's experiencing it, just watching it and being, a, being almost inquisitive. So it's like, Ooh, I reacted less than in an optimal way there. Why is that? Why did that person trigger me? Why is there a trigger there? And it was something that I did in a video just last week. It was about triggers and the mirrors and anything that reflects upon us with any form of attachment is because there's something in us this attached to somebody does something and there's no, no trigger at all, no frustration or hindrance that then it's because we don't mind. 
we haven't attached our mind to it. If we do mind it, then there's quite often some form of like, you know, something snags the river, the river's flowing. There's a bit of rubbish that gets caught on a root that's sticking out of the bank. Okay. That rubbish is caught on that route because of whatever reason, the rubbish needs to be addressed in order to, to then be able to flow back to the ocean where it's broken down and, and redistributed somewhere new. Um, yeah, another bit for a reminder. Thank you. Yeah, mate. When they, uh, they say when you think you've cracked it and you think you're all zen, go and spend a week with your family. And um, that's, I mean, I, I had a, I had a period of time of six months where I was like, yeah, proper crack this now, self-mastered, done. Like, I'm ready for the next one. <laughs> and then I went away with my family for a week and I went from zero to 100. There was no, like, stepping stone. It was just, like, A to Z. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, for two seconds, I had to step away and I had to come back and say, like, wow, like, I've really got to, I've got to, I've got to say thank you and I'm amazed because I thought I'd cracked it, but you took me from zero to 100 like that. So now I know there's still something in here that I've got to deal with and, and face and bring it to the surface. Beautiful. So, um. Yeah, we're, we're all we're all working our way for our own things. And it's beautiful. Those people that do trigger us are the people that are actually the angels that are helping us. So yes, 100%. And the more often that we're triggered by it's, it's more often than not people that we're more egoically attached to, let's say the people that are closer to us. So my father, and I shared this in a show last week. I called my father, I, I called him out after so he's been in prison for 14 years. He's coming out in about three months. And he has always been a very, very domineering, uh, aggressive, repressive, controlling character. Um, and I last week I called him out and I called him the, the name that used to, he used to call me all the time as a kid. And it's a cunt. So you're a stupid little cunt. And, rah, 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 rah. and because I've been working nonstop in trying to, trying i am creating a platform for all like-minded souls to, to join together on because i don't really know consciously what i'm doing a lot of the time i'll kind of sit there and just have to allow for the information to flow through and sometimes it comes effortlessly and i'll flow through 10 hours of work and another week i'll only do two hours let's say and it's just a process that is almost reverted me back to a feeling of not being good enough. So came up in conversation with him saying how he wanted to come out, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, to be honest, I don't want to see you. I think you're a cunt. And his initial reaction was, fuck you. If I was there, I'd punch you in the face and knock you out. And I was like, there you go. That's why I think you're a cunt. Cause you've just told your son that you're going to knock him out. What, what do you want from me? Um, but because I called him out, he's actually taken that information and he's, he's looked inwards and he then wrote to me and did his best to apologize, making excuses for the way that he was, as opposed to accepting and owning them, but he's accepted it. So that's the first step. Then comes ownership and that's on him. That's up to him. And that will depend on the journey we have going forwards. I will hold space for him and I won't act any differently whether he is there or not. And that's the way that we can become complete in ourselves that I'm me and I'm going to be me. If I'm whatever vibration, that's, it's all again, as you know, vibrational, I've shown it as color. I'm purple. I'm going to be purple. If you don't like purple, so be it. If you like purple, great, but I'm, I'm purple. So take it or leave it. And then, <laughs> and then we're free and then we're free to just be, as opposed to trying to do or achieve or 
materialize whatever it is that we believe ourselves that we require in order to be good enough or approve our worth or whatever it is you know yeah yeah Beautiful. Beautiful. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really, I'm really hoping that works out for you and your dad, mate. I, I, I'm, I'm really, it made me feel really warm when he's made that first step and gone sort of eight yeah. to play, um, sort of put that initial sorry out there and taken yeah. that step of ownership. So likewise, it, it was nice to receive, um, and it is. And then I feel more, more able to to journey forwards it, as much as anything. And I know it's not the the me that's sat speaking to you i know it's the me that's the victimized traumatized child but that version of me still requires a voice and it still wants acceptance that's all it really wants it wants what i'm expressing to be accepted and acknowledged Mm -hmm. and that's all that anyone ever really wants acceptance and acknowledgement i see you i understand you i hear you and i accept you and you know what i also love you Mm -hmm. beautiful (laughs) <laughs> brilliant as i love you brother yeah i love you too man yes yeah, I'm, I'm forgetting how i was adam adam met you in portugal gave us the little um gave, gave me the nudge to uh, take me in one of your your videos beautiful okay i would that's say that's how we came to connect yes okay yeah amazing how bizarre mm. i thought it was through um, um i thought it some Sorry. stuff for me recently i've been filming 14 videos that i'm going to be releasing as a package um so that people that can't afford to work with me one-on-one mm-hmm. they can buy the whole package which is broken down into 14 sort of half hour to 45 minute videos beautiful and then you get a package with juices you get a package with veg you get a package of all these different cmos things and it can't get sent out to your house and you just work through it yourself amazing amazing and is that or where where can people find that um, the website's being built at the moment, so it's probably going to be another another month to eight eight weeks at least, because yeah. I want it to be perfect before it all comes out. But um, they can contact me on either Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, and um, we can get that sorted out that way. And in time, once I've got the site up and running, it's people like yourself that are doing this very, very important work that I want to affiliate to house on the the, the, the site just because of how important it is to be able course, to yeah. to add you know it enriches everything again it adds that that element to what i've created and then it allows people another another platform to connect to, to like-minded people and and discover the information etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah his his video that i so that was you oh, of course i've watched your video he sent me your video and i watched it and it was beautiful <laughs> yeah that's, so thank you again for that because I thought it was um, somebody else who had connected us. Mm. So that's a beautiful reminder and a reminder to actually connect back to him because I want to do some very artistic, professional shoots for myself to start getting to that next level of of reach. Because I, I, mean, I can't I can't recommend him enough. He's done some great ones for me. I've still got a couple more to do with him, um, and then I'm looking to do more once. Um, once this takes off so mm-hmm. um i've got like a one minute in- intro clip on youtube i think i've posted two of his videos he's done for me and they're they're yeah they're phenomenal yeah yeah, yeah they are I, I i um told him so in portugal he was there doing the tui 
shoes for the hotel and there was a point where the sun rose and I yeah. said to him to, that he needed to go there one morning to get it was absolutely beautiful it was like a little mini Grand Canyon and the sun rose up behind this tree it was all it, it was absolutely phenomenal so yeah I'll take Amazing. a look at that because I think he's just posted some of those shots from the Tui video so uh, yeah, I'll check them out that was an interesting experience I wouldn't I wouldn't be going back on holiday with them anytime soon no <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> side, a side note but yeah Anyway, wonderful. Well, what is it you can leave everyone with? Because I know you've got an appointment coming up. I don't want to keep you. Um, I could keep talk to you all day about this sort of stuff, as I'm sure everyone I'm listening sure. could I'm... listen. I know, I know you could. It's it's clear it's clear to see and to feel and to hear when it's somebody's. It's not a job. It's it's not a career. It's not even a passion. It's you. It's your life. It's who you are. And to be able to do it as a way of bringing in money, let's say, as the label. Bringing in another energy. Yeah. yeah, that's all it is. It's just energy. Um, energy exchanges all the way. That's all it, any of it is. But it's a gift, as I know you know, as I, I know. Um, and what is it you could leave somebody with that maybe is, because, again, this time has been a year, over a year, where some people have, have had to really just make new decisions and create new directions and decide what it is they're going to do with the rest of their life, basically. So what is it you could help? Just to keep it really, really short, I'd say that your new life is just one thought away because that one thought is taking it from A to B. It's the first step on taking those thousand steps up the mountain. So Beautiful. get yourself a pen and paper and write down the things that you want. Why don't you written down the things you want? write down 12 things you want then write them down with your left hand repeat these first things in the morning and first thing before you go to bed once you've done that for three days bring the feeling of those things into the room so you start calling that energy in write them down at first and then have faith in that come and then bring the energy in so when you say i want to be happy start feeling happy when you say i am happy when you when you say i am feeling healthy say start bringing in that feeling of feeling healthy like Poof, i feel healthy um because once you've written it and you have faith and you start bringing that energy in, there's nothing left for it to do but to come in eventually. So you're only one thought away from the reality you want. Beautiful. And it's incorporating small, tiny little things. Instead of saying, I want, you say, I am. As yeah. you know, that then the, there is a, a want for something. It means that you're vibrating at the lack of it. Um, so it's tiny little things like that. And as an added step, I would then maybe suggest that if you wrote out a list of 12 things you could then almost reduce it to five and then to three and then to one and then just focus on that one thing that you want more than anything above everything and keep it as that train of thought repeating over and over in your mind i am x i am whatever it is i am i am i am and then just continuously repeating that same phrase that same vibration which is what it is you're vibrating at it is only the only thing that is keeping you from experiencing it is what we classify as time it will come to you as long as you keep on that track and keep vibrating i would, I would say try it for 21 to 60 days this is generally when habit forms that's when you'll see a paradigm shift Mm -hmm. um, if you can do that and you don't see results then i'm very, very surprised <laughs> yeah if you if you repeat a phrase in your mind over and over in every single moment that you have spare for 60 days and you've not had a shift i will work with you for the next year to ensure that it is installed 
And I'd say just do it. I'd say do it first thing in the morning and last thing at night. That's generally when the subconscious is most perceptible. But mm-hmm. if you can do it six or seven times throughout the day as well, then it's even more powerful. Doing something as simple as setting an alarm on your phone every hour so that every hour the alarm goes off and you're like, I am. Mm. And you remind yourself just as just yeah. that little subconscious hacks. It's all about those little hacks. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Sure. Elliot, sure. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> a pleasure, we will speak again very soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure our very soon as well, mate. We'll have to get yeah. together for juice or, yeah, yeah. or something. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. We're not that far away. That's that's the beauty yeah. of it. Most people that I connect with are in the state. So it's beautiful to have somebody just down the road that I feel so so connected and resonating with it's beautiful it is mate it's all love (laughs) always always it is it is thank you thank you again for today thank you for being you and everything that you do and thank you to everyone listening as always thank you for tuning in thank you for being just being because there's nothing else we need to beautiful thank you i'll catch you soon will do lots of love Peace out, brother.